0: Hey! Ooh! You're ready to get your whole life together? We're growing, we me eating, friends. Oh my God! How, How many, many of us have, have them, them? friends? friends. What
1: you can't depend on, friends. I'm crying. And That's all you know, ain't it? Yeah. All the rest of that job. like you
0: freaking
1: trying, <laughs> what you say? To
0: Asia. I know more than Asia, exactly. and I know
1: I didn't know it. That's why I ain't sing
0: it. Blue crime.
1: <laughs> hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Growing Healing and shit. I am Mary Asia. I'm T. We are going to be discussing friends and friendships. Guys. That's why they sung that little song for y'all in the beginning. All right. Yes. <laughs> I'm done.
0: <dead. laughs> nah, but we needed to do this episode because, honestly, friends are the golden ticket to life. Okay? Because... Y'all out here struggling, that's because y'all don't got friends. Or if you, you do have friends, they're not meaningful enough. You know what I'm saying? No
1: lies detected
0: it's a struggle (laughs) it's a struggle out in these streets and then the thing is too if you are someone who has explored in the world you're not necessarily around the people you grew up with the people you went to college with the people you went to high school with your childhood friends like if you do not have that same group or if they're not around you like it's hard to create those new bonds and new friendships as you Mm -hmm. get older you know social anxiety comes into play Um, yeah as you get older so that's what we're here to talk about like how we can go about those different ways we can go about different ways of getting friends what kind of friend we can't like what kind of friend we need to be be to even have meaningful friendships you know what i'm saying
1: yep Um, because you can't can't
0: expect meaningful friendships when you're not even the
2: type of friend that you would want to be Ooh, there you go right Uh, um friends are the family that you can choose Ooh. One of my favorite quotes about friends. Uh, they, uh, like they said, like friends are super important um, in knowing how to be a good friend and knowing how to be intentional about building your friendships. Because I think a lot of the times when we become adults, we don't make friends the same way we did when we were in school because yeah. you're not becoming friends with people based on <laughs> proximity. You were just you there, mm-hmm. right? You're just there, and I <laughs> right. see you all the time. So, like, duh, we should just be friends. But as right, adult... <laughs> you're
0: in a prison together, bro. For right. real. <laughs> uh, as an
2: adult, you you have to be a lot more intentional. You have to be intentional about being vulnerable and opening up to people to create uh, right create those bonds with people because. I can't be, unless you like surface friendships, and we're going to talk about that too, it's mm. a whole different thing. Mm. So, it depends <laughs> on what type of friend you're looking for, because Ooh, not everybody girl. can handle deep, deep relationships or deep friendships. Yep.
0: Girl, you just uh, it's, ugh, I hate how this happens, but you just made me realize, like, In order to have those vulnerable friendships, you need to be vulnerable. And a lot of people would rather have them surface friends. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because they can't dig within themselves. So it's just like at the end of the day, like Mary has said in the previous episode, your friends are a reflection of you. And if mm. you can't find any friends, that's because you're not digging hard enough, digging deeper enough within yourself to get the vulnerability to attach to some, some people who actually want to relate to you. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a relatable person. Right. Period. So, yeah.
1: so with all that being said, what do you guys think makes
2: a good friend? I think like, it. I think it depends. Like I said, like I think it depends on what type of friend you are looking for. So I know, like, from my experience, uh, and you guys, we've joked about this before. Like, I will make somebody be my friend. Um, <laughs> she made us be her friend. Yeah, so, I made them be my friend. I have two other. <laughs> I have two other really good friends that I made them be my friend like I was like oh they seem nice like I'm gonna that go be their friend
0: so crazy when you doesn't it that. doesn't it sound
2: so crazy but they're they're my best friends to this day like both of them and I met I made them be my friend at two different times in my life so yeah mm-hmm. um but those connections were created because I wanted to be their friend so I was like you know reaching out to them being intentional uh being there for them if they needed to talk, always be having an opening ear. So kind of being like this like the obviously the nice person that I am, but still trying to give some give them something that they would want in, like that I would want in a friend. Basically. Right. So right. Kind of like with the mirroring thing. Like I'm yeah. just trying to be this yep. person's friend in a way that I would want to be friends with them. But sometimes that that way in which I do that does not work because mm. I I've, I've done that and I've been that way and people not respond to you really? you know what I mean like they don't yeah. respond to my openness they don't respond to me being nice they don't respond to that because they can't give it back to me wow. like the two girls like wow. the two girls that I'm talking about who I made to be my friend like One of them, um, she's my adult best friend, but we, she's the first person I was able to have vulnerable, open, emotional conversations with, but we gave that to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so even with my other friend, I met her in high school, but we were still pretty like open and honest with each other. So we kind of mirrored each other, which is why even now, even with me moving across the country and somewhere else, we are still close yeah, because we know how to mirror each other. But a lot of the times you meet people and they're just not mirroring you or they're not on the same level as you outside of proximity, right? You know what I mean? And you even have people who are friends with each other and they, it's a rift, but they continue to be friends with each other because of proximity or because they're comfortable with each other, but not understanding like your relationship with each other is toxic and Hmm. you guys should not be friends. So it's like, you you have to identify like what's good for you, what's not good for you and try to mimic the type of friend that you would want somebody to be for you and then you could find that type of, you know, deep friendship
0: Right, because you have to be the person, sometimes you have to be the person to start that like you shouldn't necessarily like a lot of I feel like a lot of people will wait and say oh well if she wanted to be more vulnerable with me if she wanted to talk to me about her problems or if she wanted you know what I'm saying that meaningful friendship I don't even think people see it as meaningful I don't think people see it as a, a depth I think it like I said it comes down to being vulnerable like a lot of people do not disclose things that they feel like are embarrassing um to their friends and they just end up holding it inside and then they feel like because their friends aren't doing that with them, then they're gonna mirror that. And so therefore you have people at a standstill of just, you know, just doing things together, you know, laughing here and there, maybe gossiping here and here. So right. hearing me and that's the stuff. basis
1: of your friendship at that point.
0: Right. So I uh to add on to you T, um for me, what makes a good friend, like, for me, friendships help me to not feel lonely, okay, like, uh, you know, you have your family and stuff like that, but like we talked about on the um, inner dialogue episode, it was just like, you know, parents weren't trying to figure out what was going on with you, you know what I'm saying, like, people aren't asking those questions in your household and like all you have are these people that surround you in school who like you know what I'm saying that you just want to talk to or that you want to get stuff off your chest with and so you end up building those bonds or whatever like that but it wasn't until that I got older maybe when I was like mm, maybe 19 that I realized that I needed to use my friendship to really heal some things that I had been carrying and break through some things, transform. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Damn. For sure. I just
0: really, really identified with that.
2: <laughs> Agreed, 100%. Yeah.
0: So, like I was saying, it wasn't until I was lost in my life and I didn't know what direction to go and I didn't know what type of person I wanted to be that I didn't even recognize that I had stuff that I had been carrying until me and another friend came together when I was like 19 and like we just was running through stuff we had been through like literally just going through stuff we talking to each other gaining perspective on some things and like we didn't even realize we were healing ourselves like And it wasn't until then that I learned the power of vulnerability through friendships to help you heal yourself. Mm -hmm.
2: And that
0: became, (laughs) and the thing is, when I realized I could do that, it became a spiritual relationship. And that was deeper than any friendship I had ever had because. Now you're you're it's about my soul. Like you we have this soul bond. This is not something where we just laughing, giddy, and this is like you're literally helping me to unravel things I've been carrying on my soul, on my heart, like struggling with to even live my life, to, to believe in myself, to move forward. And so I had never realized that friendship could be so powerful. And because of that friendship, I became in pursuit of finding people that I can
1: do that with. Yeah, same. I 100% identify with all of that. And um, part of how I even met you guys was because I was seeking out deeper, meaningful friendships. I got really tired of, I think I was like around 27, 28, when I just got tired of only being able to go to the club with my friends and just like talk about just dumb shit like i honestly well outside of my one best friend from back home outside of her i feel like y'all were like some of the first people that i was able to become vulnerable with as an adult and i think that's what makes a good friend like just being able to be vulnerable and like you know reciprocating that and actually being able to teach each other something I think there it is Being able to uh teach and learn from each other is also super important because part of why I got bored with the friends that I had um before I even met y'all was because we weren't doing nothing we were going to the same couple clubs she would complain about her baby daddy problems and I was like girl I can't identify with none of this like you're a good person but you're not feeding me. Right. And so right. I, there go. I, yeah, so I got to the point where I wanted to seek out friends that were feeding me and and I wanted
0: them to feel that I was feeding them. <clears throat> but to can anybody just define vulnerability for people just because like you are saying the word a lot but i feel like people don't really realize what that even is because that's really the key uh the key thing for even having a meaningful deeper friendship
1: you're right um actually let me let me google the actual like definition got it. of it i okay, got go it ahead
2: the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally
0: mm. i don't know i still didn't get that huh
2: <laughs> what <laughs> that's a, that's the definition that don't sound like but a definition i mean, being I mean it is you're being that's why exposed. vulnerability scares people it scares yeah. the shit out of me i do not like it like being emotionally i think like being the people pleaser that i am I don't like saying how I feel sometimes because I don't want it to be rejected. I hate when the sh- the shit that I say is taken the wrong way because it's just like I didn't even need any of that. Like now I have to re-explain it to you, and that just makes this whole thing even more exhausting. Uh, and then of course it being rejected, like then being, being like, "I think you know, what it. you're saying is wrong. What you're saying uh, doesn't make sense or whatever." Uh... So that's why I don't personally like saying how i feel to people uh and that's why i can identify what the word exposed because you're definitely exposing yourself to be attacked or harmed because people can take your vulnerability and use it against you right i so uh that's why people get so scared to do it because it's like i'm giving you a part of myself and i don't know what you're gonna do with it and now that makes me feel exposed and that's where you get the oh i don't hang out with females I hang out with dudes more than I hang
1: out with females because females just backstab you and blah, blah, blah. That's fear of vulnerability.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, fear of being exposed goes hand in hand with being enough, being accepted, being rejected, Mm -hmm. being abandoned. So it's kind of like you have to like the way that I live my life, because I know we all have differences like. I think due to the kinds of friendships I allow myself to have and say like, I I have a knowing within myself knowing that the more stuff that I share about myself as like, Things that I may be embarrassed about, somebody else can help me to gain perspective on,
2: right? Mm. And so
0: if I feel like something's negative, if I'm embarrassed about something, I know that keeping it in, I'm still going to have that same perspective that is negative and I should be embarrassed and I should feel shame and all this stuff. So it's like, in my head, what are friends for? You know what I'm saying? It's like, if, if I wanted that kind of relationship, I would I would have parents. I would have family members. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the relationships that you're not giving your true self with where you're you're basically holding everything inside in a sense. You know what I'm saying? But with your friends, it's like you should create this no judgment free zone. That's what yeah. friendship should be. And when I realize I can give that to my friends. They could go ahead and cook it up in the kitchen right quick and give me a whole meal out of that junk. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, oh shoot, this junk can be magic. It can be beneficial and it's life changing. It's mind changing. It's heart changing. You know what I'm saying? And realizing like you become stronger through through that. You become lighter through that. And you get less and less embarrassed because now somebody has accepted you. Somebody has made you look look at it differently. And so now for me personally, because I've created friendships like that now I can go out in the world world and say whatever it is on my heart whatever it is in my past and say listen you can judge whatever because I already felt accepted I'm already accepted so Mm -hmm. it's like you can learn from my story you can learn through my vulnerability because I feel like if I'm vulnerable then maybe you'll feel like it's okay to be vulnerable too if I'm open maybe you can grudge up some things from your past to be open about so that you already know that here here's something that you can judge me on I handed it over to you you can mirror that
2: back right 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 I 100% agree on that but you have to also identify that like I said earlier some people are gonna reject is going to reject right and I and you just have to be honest about that right and that's yeah. the exposure part and that's still a that's still a part of it that you can be scared about you know what I mean because it's like I can give you and we've talked about this before within my relationship with Mary, like I gave her a little bit and she didn't respond how I thought she, mm. how I wanted her to in that way. And then, so that's why it took me a little longer to be vulnerable with her because I did that.
1: Right.
2: You see what I'm saying? So we still have to identify that it's still a part of it. It's not only accepting yourself, it's also like exposing it to somebody that you want to connect with. Cause being friends with somebody or trying to be friends with somebody, it's a vulnerable thing, which is why a lot of adults don't know how to new friends as an adult because it's still a vulnerable process and we talked about this before where some people rather be vulnerable and emotional with their significant other and never have those type of emotional emotional or spiritual friendships because they only have the vulnerability with people they're in a relationship with. That makes so much sense. And so um, you have to understand that you know everybody's not on the same emotional you know pathway and some people only want to have service relationships and only want to be emotionally vulnerable with their significant other but then that becomes their source but i right and that's how codependency happens right that's how you have people who are so like because you give one person too too much power
1: yes one person has to fill all these roles god
0: not possible god you know i'm saying imagine god gave jobs out to everybody else you know what I'm right. saying? And you over here giving it to one person, that person becomes Oof. your god. Oof. But yeah, you said that. You ding, ding, ding. Was that it? <laughs> hmm? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Mary, I was saying ding, ding, ding. Go ahead, you could talk if you wanted to.
1: No, I wasn't timing her. It was like a, it was like a light bulb going off. Like, yeah, I know. Oh, that's how people get so codependent in their relationships, and they start off their relationship with friends, and then by the time that relationship ends. You don't have no more friends, and you don't have anyone to confide
2: in because you gave that person everything. So it's just I was just connecting dots. And so that's been me before. Yeah. Like I've been the person to like slow down my relationship with my friends to be in a relationship, relationship a romantic relationship. So it's so natural. Like I it's told so natural y'all to do, bro. Like I Isn't? told y'all, yeah, I do that yeah. every single time. Well, I crazy. I did it for a long time. And that feels like it was every single time. So go, continue. <laughs> But a lot of a lot of a lot of people do it. you know what I mean, it's not like a one side thing. A lot of people do it, but I've said this to y'all before. like if I didn't make friends in my last relationship, I would probably still be yeah in that relationship. So it's like we have to identify that. it's like, feeding a lot of the things that my friends should have been there feeding. it go so once I got the friends it was like oh bro, you're not even like I don't even want to hang out with you I want to hang out with my friends right yeah. but then because that's the codependency leaving yeah yeah and we, yeah.
0: And we I started looking at something's wrong with our relationship something's bad but it's because now you're not becoming the source but that's also healthy it's like now we get a chance right. to make our own lane you don't have to feel my voice for everything it's like I finally found people to you know what I'm saying make me feel like I'm living life again and I was looking at yeah. you to help me to live life and that's just yeah. one person they have to they have their own life you know what I'm saying so it's like that the same time that happened to you I realized balance
2: right and it's so important so I guess
1: maybe my experience is a little different because when I was in my uh, let me say my marriage when I was in my marriage I didn't have I had one friend and I wasn't gaining anything from her she wasn't she didn't have the depth to be able to feed me and everything that I would feed her it would fall on death what kind
0: of relationship does that look like
1: with a friend with her
0: yeah like what did that look like it was very
1: empty and because I loved her children like I was there when her children were born I feel like I stayed in the friendship longer than I should have because I wanted access to the children
0: well don't get me wrong surface relationships have their role to play right so we Definitely. we don't necessarily have to throw those away. We just have to build those deeper. Yeah, bonds. but then
1: she did some fuck shit, okay, and never mind. <laughs> she met she met some other girls, and then like tried to play me when it came to them. So I'm like, oh yeah, see, I shouldn't have. I should have stopped being your friend a long time ago. Anyway, so gotcha. that was the confirmation that I needed. But um, I so that was my only friend, right? Right. So but wait. Was,
0: but then what? again, I'm sorry I keep pausing you, but then again, it made me just realize too with surface friends, you always have this sense of knowing like you don't really know who that person is. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's a very uh it's it's unfulfilling. The friendship mm. was unfulfilling. Yeah. And so I was I began to seek out friendships. Like I was desiring other friendships. Right, And to the point where I made a friendship with a guy who I wound up having an affair with, but that's a whole nother, we already discussed that in the past episode. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But, um, so, I don't know, so I I don't really identify with the making that one person your all because me and him, the person I was with, we had our own friendship, but I knew it wasn't the same as having an actual pure friendship. So I kind I feel like I kind of always sought that out, and that was all. That also was kind of what was missing for me in my relationship. That like, yeah, I have this cool relationship, but I want something outside
0: of it. So, but this is the question. So, do you feel like you were not codependent in your relationship at the time because you? Oh, I was codependent. For, I was
1: codependent for other reasons, but it wasn't because he was
0: you wanted it wasn't him to be because, everything.
1: Right. It definitely wasn't because of that. It was just for uh you know, just for different unhealthy
0: reasons okay. that we had within our own relationship. That's interesting cuz I yeah, it is interesting. So for you like you said, you saw what uh, what you identified the fact that he could not be everything that you wanted him to be. There oh yeah, I, definitely. That's, yeah. That pretty was much was your reason going outside
1: that. that yeah. 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 Okay. Um so, uh, in terms of being a good friend, like, what do you do if your friends don't approve of your
0: relationship, girl? <laughs> that has been I. I had <laughs> one. I had one of the mm, my relationship. I have been through so much in one relationship that it feels like I had like five relationships,
1: mm. and so
0: because of that, like people had never seen me so up and down in my entire life. People have never seen me kind of seem sporadic. uh, uh, I don't know, like just... And in a sense, just, I've always been happy Asia. And so therefore they see me struggling. They see me sad. They see me unhappy. They see me crying, all these different things. And I've been the strong support system and the encourager and the advice giver for so many people. And then now I'm looking at them like, okay, I need y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like I need, I need that space or whatever like that. And so for them, because in a sense, right. I've always been a person who have has been compassionate and hasn't been necessarily judgmental. And I kind of look at things on two sides of the coin. Like, I'm that friend where it's like, if you're going to uh, do the wrong thing, I'm going to tell you what the consequences of that is, but I'm still going to tell you, do what you want to do, and I'll be there for you. I'll support you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I won't let you sit there, go blindly into a situation. I will prepare you for what's on that path, and if you want to take the other path, you know what I'm saying? I'm more hopeful for you on that path, and I'm going to support you regardless. Like I'm Mm going to always support you, and I feel like I hadn't gotten the same respect from the people in my life when I was going through it, and it seemed like, you know, as a natural friend, people try to steer you to the path that they want. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, or,
1: definitely. Or
0: they'll look at you like, oh, I know is best, and I'm your pro- yep. I, At this point, because you're venting to me, I'm protective of you. I love you, and so this is what you need to do: throw that nigga away. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's everybody's answer, pretty much. Like, throw him away. Like And then it's like you as a person, you're just like, but that's not necessarily what I want. Sometimes you just need an ear too. So a lot yeah. of times... A lot of times I had to even risk my relationships by telling them like yo I don't need that kind of advice. I need you to realize that every day I might come to you with a different emotion. I may come with with you come to you with the same situation. I might come to you with like different things that I want to do, but I want you to realize I don't need judgment here. Mm-hmm. I also need you to realize that don't make. Don't come from a place of wanting, to, wanting to tell me what to do, but support me. Right. Don't. Don't come to me thinking that you're right about anything because you don't know mm, my ooh. life. You. But that's the thing because Bar. people, you will sit there and make a whole decision that you didn't want to make out of the loyalty of your friendships. Yeah. Period. You Agreed. will. You will make your whole life up. Go a whole different direction. You don't even know why because you don't realize that you're be- you're being influenced by the people in your ear that you put there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to realize sometimes you got to risk those friendships so that you can st- put those boundaries down to tell them your own life and tell them like this is the type of friendship I want to have. And if you can't give me that, I will not come to you.
2: Right. This. Period. P- I think I think it's important to like when you're having those venting sessions with people to say like yo I don't need your advice. I need, yeah. I need to knock yep. it out. I need yep. you. <laughs> like I remember one time, this is like years ago, I called my best friend um and I was just talking and literally she didn't say one thing to me. And I was like, oh, that's how I feel. She was like, you just needed somebody to listen to you. I said, I did. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Like, and, she, and we got off the phone. like, Because I knew what I wanted to do. But I was like, just wanted to talk it out. And I've called you guys doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how I'm feeling. I just don't know. And I need to bounce. You know, I need to bounce how I'm feeling off of somebody. And sometimes that's just all it is. Like, I don't really need advice on what I want to do because I trust myself to do what I need mm-hmm. to do but I just need a ear I just need a friend Right. and not advice because sometimes advice be mad and solicited you're like you know i didn't even want to hear any of that um, <laughs> no, that is so <laughs> you just gotta easy. make sure yeah <laughs> like, i'm not
1: trying to hear that Just might, make sure
2: yeah. you're being intentional about how you want your friend to be there and i think that's another part of the vulnerability right like and the boundaries like yeah I'm tr- i'm trusting you with this but i also don't want your actual feedback i just want your support right. your love right. like i just need that
0: Cause sometimes, like you said, you will get your feelings hurt, feelings hurt by your own friends. And you be feeling like shit, bitch. I did not meet. Right. <laughs> Look, I'm real sensitive at that moment because you are exactly <laughs> sensitive at that time. So it's kind of like you're extra. Like you're gonna take stuff personal than you normally would not. Like, but yeah. I, but I definitely agree. Like, I, I really feel like um, even with even with me, like. I didn't necessarily know that was a thing that I had to do with my friends. But when I saw you actively doing that to you, like, listen, I just I already kind of, you know, I already know kind of what I want to do, but mm-hmm. I'm just here to share. And that's another thing, too, is that. A lot of times, right, because we have experienced that with friends, right? You got different friends who just give <clears throat> give up information about their life and their internal struggles because they know that's what you build friendships on. That's right. what you're relatable with. And then you have other people who just sit there and say, I don't have nothing going on. Right. And it's like every day you got something going on, okay? Mm-hmm. Like There's no way that whether you're thinking about something, that's the thing, like people, people have this, oh, well, life is external. Life is like it's, it's an inner life going on with you every second of the day. Your thoughts are your internal, you know, world. You know what I'm saying, and a lot of times you don't realize that that's what makes your decisions. And sometimes you just need that perspective. You need to get out of your head, and that's mm-hmm. what you can use friends for. But you have to be willing to let them into your head, let them into how you see things, so that that way they can help you. Sometimes they can help guide you, or like you said to you, like just listen because that's how women think. Women think uh, for themselves, like. A lot of times guys get confused because women just talk like they'll just talk out loud. They'll tell all the details and stuff like that. Sometimes even when they have issues, they'll just speak and they'll have those conversations by themselves. All you got to say is, "Mm mm-hmm, like we be good. (laughs) We be good. And we just need that so that way we can get this, like men play video games. Women need to talk. All we need to do is let that whole train of thought go, get out of us, and we feel better. We feel like we resolve something. That's just literally how we operate. But imagine holding all that energy in. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine. You must feel stressed out. You must feel like you're alone. And I understand why a lot of relationships be, you be so intense and relationships because you got all of that energy with nowhere, nowhere for it to go except through your own emotions.
2: Uh, that's a lot to have to handle on your own I feel right. like. like for people who don't talk Um, but that's what I was going to say so that's why I was mentioning earlier like you have people who are going to be resistant to the vulnerability and resistant to you wanting to get to know them deeper and on a closer level because sometimes people don't let they just don't let people in that close to them sometimes like right. sometimes they have like a guard up about friends you know what I mean and about People anybody get it. People in general getting close to them. Right. Um, like, I got this myself. Reason. Right. Yeah, like and in the ego thing, right? Like I definitely have an ego issue and I don't like asking anybody for anything. Mm. Um but that's not you know what I mean? Like people can't get close to me if I don't you know, open up and be vulnerable. Right, like you could be independent but
0: that doesn't necessarily mean but and that's the conversation that we had the other day, like, and you doing that and you being able to receive help you leave room for other people to feel like, oh, well I could be a friend to you, ooh, like I'm actually useful. People want to feel like they're useful.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when you said that I was like, that's so true and I think that's one of the most like uh it's like down to the basics of like who we are as humans like everybody wants to feel needed I want to feel included right Mm -hmm. everybody wants to feel that and I think we forget that we we for we forget it because I feel like people weaponize it right like people say like oh well I did this so just like the book it just Mm. makes the whole process it just adds to the process of being vulnerable because you don't know how people are gonna use it against
0: you right but then again too that's what uh where we basically um that I had a disconnect with because I forgot about like the people I think that you just gotta throw it out there and see how people respond and just be like oop you not the one like you know right right, right 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 right
2: right for sure 100% <laughs> agree with that process because like I said everybody's not going to respond to you but the people who do respond to you and you like the way they respond keep moving forward and then and, and we've talked about this too like every, it's rare when you get one friend that can f- fill all your friendship right. needs.
1: Right. So it's there like it
2: understanding go. that this person is going to be your vulnerable person, but this person you can go out with. And right. You, you know what I mean? Like everybody isn't going to fit one hat. So just kind of realizing like you are not you are not getting the vulnerable access because you don't give me vulnerability girl. And that's okay. That's okay to set up those boundaries and it's healthy. And then it, it stops your expectations for the people who aren't going to be vulnerable with you.
0: That's the whole topic in itself. Cause you already know, I think that was one of the hardest lessons I learned within my, because you almost, start... because your expectations for your friends be so high, you just start to feel like those people who don't even meet those expectations are disposable. Like I literally have cut, so many people off because I felt like they didn't they didn't fit all the boxes in regards to friendships and it was just like well you gotta go like you're not feeding me so what is your purpose here and like I literally had to because at the end of the day you can still build a sisterhood you know what I'm saying there's somebody who's going to get through to somebody that maybe you couldn't get to and I think that's where I'm at today because it's like Outside of just the sisterhood part of it, me personally, I had to, I was giving a hundred percent energy wise to people who were only giving me 20 percent. And mm. I would, I would, my expectations was out my they were the they were potential and I'm giving a hundred percent to potential instead of seeing who they were, what they were able to give, what were they able to offer within our relationship forget it just being a friendship what can you offer in this relationship and you know what we're gonna go with that so I don't have to cut you off and sit there and act like you're disposable because surface people in my eyes I don't want to say it's just surface but people who don't have the same capacity of vulnerability that I do they're still
2: useful in the plan of your purpose i think that's the right term like capacity everybody's yeah. not gonna have the same capacity as you and they're not going to be able to reciprocate you know some of the things you do but right. maybe that's your purpose in their life right like there we go to elevate them you know what i mean like but but still apply boundaries don't go out here draining yourself to people who are you no. know that's why you have like that's why you have like mentors and mentees and you know everybody has their role and you need to make sure your cup is being filled while you're also filling the cups of other people right but definitely make sure that there's a balance because you don't want to be drained like you have to make sure somebody's filling your cup exactly equally as important
0: Exactly. And I think with those type of people, if you're that person who because I'm the type of friend, I'm a hundred percent. And if I sit here and give that, like I said, a hundred percent to the person giving twenty percent, you have to set boundaries with that person to sit there and say, Every time I every time I have that interchange with you or that exchange with you, I'm being drained and you seem like you're a okay and you're ready for the next feed basically <laughs> the next, <scene. laughs> and so you have to remind yourself and prepare yourself to not to kind of in a sense be drained like you can still enjoy it because this is what i've realized too i think we had a conversation about this as well right so <clears throat> in regards to me i'm a very analytical person i'm very in my head so for me, a lot of those deeper conversations, I mean, sorry, those deeper relationships, those more meaningful relationships, we're talking, like we're doing a lot of talking, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of that can seem serious to people on the outskirts of that relationship. So I actually, um, like, for example, like my, my man, he's, more like we can have those meaningful conversations, but he don't, don't prefer to stay in that space, that serious nature space. Like, yes, a lot of times it's transformative, but sometimes you just want to get out of your head. And he reminds me, people who don't have the same capacity remind me to get out of my head and to enjoy life and to be present
2: and to have memories and experiences. I definitely have had an experience where like, friendships are one sided where i'm continu consistently like pouring into them and they're not giving shit back yeah and it's draining it is and i don't have time for it
0: <laughs> right
2: but then again like i said it's not necessarily that's on you to no agree write. agree that's what i'm saying like it, yeah. it's on you 100% to notice that's what's happening like right. for you to be like cuz people are going to take if you're going to give. Right. That's it. People take advantage of everything that's
0: free. (laughs) 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 Like, it's nothing. And that's the thing is don't make them bad people. They just love the free. Okay? Like, that's just how it's set up. Men, women, people. We're naturally, we love easy things and we're going to take advantage of it if that, if it's allowed. You know what I'm saying? So it's on us to create those boundaries with people to say no or not yet. Or let me give myself that room, that space to recharge. I got to prepare myself for people who take from me. Like, I'm an empath. So it's a whole nother level with this. Like, like, uh-uh. Like, if I, if you that person I feel like consistently takes, then I might need to speak to you once a month. Okay? Like, or two every two weeks. Like, you're not going to be my daily person. You just can't.
1: Well, I actually appreciate my friendships more as an adult because we're not in a controlled environment. Like the friends that you meet as a child, you're kind of like essentially forced to become friends with them because that's the environment that y'all are forced into. But I like meeting, adult, I like meeting people now and becoming friends as an adult. And um, the group that we started, Melan Amigo, you know, sh- shame Pluto. <laughs> um, It's been my favorite way to find people because if we're doing activities that you're interested in, you're going to come. You're already out the house. You're already in the mindset of looking for friends. And it's been easier to find friends when you're around people that are already looking for friends. Right. So actually, right. my what I don't like about finding friends as an adult is making friends at work. Because I feel like work is still that controlled environment. Like, we both have to be here. We're only bonding because we both hate this damn job. But I don't feel that it's a true bond and I think like Asia when I was talking to your aunt about it she was like you know I've met some of the best friends in my life you know in the Navy and I'm just like "Mm, that ain't my experiences like not saying that I haven't been able to make friends in the Navy but I just keep a guard up because we're because it's a controlled environment right you're you're gonna be different at work than you are outside of work And I, if I don't fuck with you at work, I'm not going to even attempt to fuck with you outside of work, but at least as far as in the military, I can't speak for the civilian world, but as far as in the military, people have that different mask on and most of the time I don't be interested in that mask that they have at work. So they kind of like a lost cause to me outside of work, but that's not, you know, that's not for everybody. It's, It's just been a good a good amount of my experience trying to make friends that are in the military. I much prefer uh making friends with people that are already looking for
0: friends right um, i' I've, I've you know I've moved around a lot, so I've had to restart and try to build friendships, but for me, family has always helped that. Filling in those voids of finding friends and it wasn't until those family members ended up having like families of their own and not having that much of accessibility that I actually had to say you know what there's more that I want to do activity wise and I want I want to find people who who's more like me or who who wants to do the type of stuff that I want to do and I feel like that's where for me um, the Meetup app came in and just saying, you know what, even if I don't have those friends to go do specific things with, I can at least go to a place where other people are trying to do the same stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if you end up building those bonds through that, then that's just a bonus. But, you know, it's harder when you as a person grow and you start you start changing and you you like certain things that you didn't like before, and you and your friends were on the same page, and now you're moving towards a different direction. It's like right, to, right. You find that new that some new people, basically,
1: basically. And, and you- there's and I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but when those friends feel like you're replacing them just because your interests are different, no, I'm not necessarily re- replacing you. It's just that I've kind of I'm evolving. And right. that requires more people. Not that you don't serve a purpose anymore. It's yeah. just that I need more outside of your
0: friendship. Exactly. And I feel like, uh, in regards, one thing too, in regards to meeting new people, like we said earlier, is not as easy. You have to get over a lot of social arc- awkwardness, social anxiety, um, and like, like you said, putting yourself out there. Like that's mm-hmm. extremely hard. But it's kind of like you, you know, think so. You think it's hard to like put yourself out there,
2: girl. Yes, yeah, why you think people don't do it? Right? It's hard for you, re- you mean? No. It was hard for me. <laughs> no, like, not, not that's, you never no, Get out
0: of here. Not putting myself
1: out there. I'm talking about putting my guard down, putting myself out there, as in actually going out and walking up to girls and being like, "Hey, what's up? What y'all doing?" So which that one is you putting you your guard, guard do? down, though.
0: Yeah. Which, which one are you saying? Is it? Because it sounds all yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just I kind of don't look at it the same. Like I could sit. I guess speaking to someone, you know, introducing yourself, having a surface conversation is completely different to me. It's completely different than being vulnerable with them and like actually putting my guard like down. Yeah. Yup. Do y'all see? No, what I'm saying? I feel like
2: I feel I like know. it's all the same. Well, yeah. For me, for me personally, like, no. It it sounds like it's the same, but the same. Um. So, I'm just gonna respond to this. I have I have another point though. Um, for me, it took me two years to go to a meetup when I moved to Virginia.
1: You tripping? <laughs>
2: It took me two years, but you have wow. to remember, have to remember, like, this is a time where there were no black groups in Hampton Roads. Uh-uh. So it's like, that's just what it was. So I was like, I don't want to hang out with these people. And then it was like, I don't want to hang out with them. And I also don't know them. I don't know how they're going to respond to me. Because like I said earlier, like, people don't realize, but trying to be friends with somebody you don't know is a vulnerable process. Especially as an adult, because it's like we don't have no reason to maintain contact after right now. Right, we like, have to be intentional. It's not. It's not based on like proximity or I see you all the time or I have to see you. It's just like oh, we met, and if you're not really fucking with me, I'm not really fucking with you. We not. We may not see each other again. So it's yeah. like a. It's a. It's a form of rejection, and people don't think about that when it comes to friends, but I definitely do. I definitely like. Am like I don't know if you're like me. I'm a little bit crazy and aggressive and not everybody can handle that so it's just like trying to but that that part of it is vulnerable no but think about
0: it too like even now if i'm trying to make you know new friendships as well you have to constantly invite people they yes. may or may not respond you have to freaking make sure like like this is a thing it's harder in the beginning of making friendships because it starts off as activity-based unless you have, if they're vulnerable enough, then yeah, like you got lucky. But a lot of times, like you said, a lot of people aren't as vulnerable because they're still gauging the situation. So they're still in their head. They're not easily opening up. So now you have to get comfortable by going to the same place over and over again, but not the same place, but you know what I'm saying? Going out, with the same person over and over again just to create that vulnerability or just for them to even get comfortable enough to open up. And that's right. if they're willing to even come out. You know what I'm right. saying? So right. So it's a lot of work even trying to create those friendships because, like you said, that person can meet you one time and then think that you're going to carry the relationship. Like, oh, she's going to she... always be yeah. up.
1: <laughs> like, it's not i
2: if,
0: if that person, <laughs> like you said, he isn't intentional, it is a struggle trying to create friendships nowadays where it's like dating
2: somebody it's like dating somebody who's not
0: interested (laughs) that's it there we go dating freaking friends and that's why social media (laughs) became a good tool too because it's like well at least if we don't necessarily hang out all the time we can see each other get comfortable there
2: right and kind of comment there and like do stuff there because it's like social media is how i made my friends here in dallas and so it's like that was a tool for me and like when I see stuff like I'm going to go see a live podcast with a friend and the only re, only way I'm able to do that because I was like hey do any of you guys listen to this podcast and I just send them the flyer so it's like you can you, but again that's about me being intentional Right. So you still have to have the intentions but it's like it's it's definitely you have to be a lot more strategic outside of high school and uh, college uh, compared to like when you're already in the same proximity like we talked about earlier like if you see each other all the time then you build that bond
0: you gotta Uh, be way
2: more vulnerable and way more yeah and I mean but to me in my experience it happens so much easier and a lot it happens so much easier because you were always all you were always with them like because right right So it's like, it made the the process right. It made the process a lot easier. And then you have to think, like, I know from my experience, like, this is what I was going to bring up. Um, My experience with uh, my childhood friends, like, I love them. I feel like the love that I have for my adult friends and my childhood friends are completely very different. Um, I feel like my childhood friends are like family. So it's like, we don't have to talk all the time. And when we see each other, it's like, it's like we've always been around each other. Right. And so, yeah. no, like, forever. Right. Forever. Yeah. And I it really and I, is like and that. We, and we've had issues. Like, it's so funny because I told them a few of them this last year. I was like, there have been times where a lot of us have not talked to each other, but we definitely, you know, made our way back to each other. And we still, like, they're still my best friends. I love them. So it's like, but that was built because I used to spend a night at their house. You know what I mean, like that type of bonding. You don't do, yeah, you don't do that when you're an adult. You just don't like. That's why things like sleepovers and stuff are so cool to me because it's like, oh my gosh, like legit bonding time where it's like uninterrupted. It brings you back to childhood. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I love. I love it. I can't wait to do it. That's (laughs) why I love it. Like, yeah, like me and my friends always had sleepovers. Like, so it's just a different type of bonding experience. But I think as an adult. You can still create those memories obviously with like girl vacations and stuff like that but I think it was just a lot easier to do when you are younger. Right. Alright. Keeping up relationships <laughs> with your family as you get older and friends too.
1: Social media basically. Um, my best friend from back home. Uh, we could probably go like weeks. Without talking, sometimes even like months without right. like actual like picking up the phone having a conversation. But like on social media, we always hyping each other up. We always telling each other how much we love each other. You know, um, same with my family. I still keep in contact with my family through the phone, um, even though I'm one of like the only ones that doesn't live in Chicago anymore. But uh, social media and like actually being intentional with picking up the phone and calling each other and reciprocating that that that's helped with the distance right um even even in our friendship with you t like me i you know for those of y'all that don't know us personally um me and asia live in virginia and t used to live here but um she recently moved to dallas so, um, even just maintaining our friendship with you, T, like technology really, really helps that. We yeah. can text all day, FaceTime, social media, the podcast, all that shit.
0: <laughs> right. If you got the same goals or same projects, like you can do that John from a distance. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, technology
1: but- is that's how we've been able to keep this podcast going because T was in Dallas when we started this podcast.
0: Right. But I'm the same. I have a lot because I move so much. I have a lot of friends that don't live near me. And so once you put the work in, then that's all you need. You're you're always going to be bonded to someone as long as you put, you know, what I'm saying you really feel like, like y'all got to a place where y'all truly know each other, that y'all can come to each other for anything. Y'all created that face you know what I'm saying you you a lot of people have those memories uh, have enough memories with someone to live off of forever so it's like friendships are so important because it's not like a like a romantic relationship where y'all just be breaking up and then like oh this this person is deleted out of my life forever it's like these people can be your forever you know what I'm saying so that's one thing that's beautiful about friendships a lot of times you don't have to break up with them and delete them out of your life it's like these people you created these bonds with these memories with and they also have this space where you can always come back to always lay your head on them you know what I'm saying if you really need to It's, it's this comfort that you'll always always have and these these people who make you feel like that that you're not never alone and one thing I love about the childhood friends is they'll always remember the true you I like, know
2: the, that's oh, why though that's why when you come back wow. it's the same it's the same because it's like we knew each other at a time where there like we weren't adults we weren't responsible like we were just living life and there that's it why it's like regardless when you come back together like you just can laugh like me and my friends when we get around each other we start talking different and it's so funny because I think my cousin's fiance was like oh so y'all all all talk like that and I'm like it's so funny because I couldn't mimic it right now but if one of them called me I would automatically start talking like that so it's just like it's just like but you know what's so funny I do the same thing
0: I didn't think about it but I do the same thing like me like even for example me and one of my best friends like we still call ourselves and like say certain things from what we were in like school together and it's yes
1: yes so
0: hilarious Like, like you just stick with certain things like the
1: Chicago really comes out when I'm talking to my best friend from back home <laughs> I'm crying cause we use some of the same like when we're talking to each other we use some mm-hmm. of the same slang we used to when we was growing up and it just be like so funny like saying words that I haven't said in years like mm. saying it again it just be funny but that's how we you know communicate <laughs> but yeah like to add on to
0: what Mary said in keeping up with them like I see I see my friends through social media. I also see potential friends through social media. But yeah, (laughs)
1: let's (laughs) uh, let's speak on that too. But wait, but wait. But in regards,
0: in regards to the ones that don't live near me, I feel like I get to. it, It social media reminds me. First off, it gives me a sight into their life. And then secondly, it reminds me to reach out to them and, and update with them because a lot of times you'll see stuff happening on social media and that's not even their actual life. And you're like, okay, update me, though. Update mm-hmm. me on what's been going on. So, like, I'll update my conversations with my friends from states away B for hours because it's like, update me on everything that I miss. Yeah. But, yes, we can't talk about potential friends, though. Let's go.
2: Guys. How do you guys make new friends?
0: Yeah, I be scouting, girl. I be on IG, and this is my thing. Okay, there's two ways that I do it. There's one, when I go out and I see people's energy and I'm like, ooh, I like you. Let me get your social media. And you literally like, say that. It's
1: so funny. Yes. I like <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like your energy. But yeah, and so the second part is like when I actually am on their social media, I see what they post. Now, if this is a girl who be sitting there talking about, oh, I hate men, or like they just got to be oh. negativity, <laughs> <laughs> that they're always posting. I don't even look. I don't even look because I don't I'm not trying to soak that into my soul. But if it's someone who's always like you can tell by the stuff that they post like where their head is at, where they're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? And if I can relate to them, then I feel like I'm peeking into how they think. And therefore, now I'm commenting on their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, "Oh, girl, because that's what you start to get strategic cuz it's like, "Hold up, like, oh, you making this post? Let me comment on that right quick so we can have a little exchange." You know what I'm saying? Oh. Continue to do that over a span of time, and then if you see them doing something, you like, "Girl, you need we need to hang out sometime. Like, you need to invite me." Or I start inviting you places. Like, I think it becomes more natural when you start to really you know what I'm saying put yourself out there and I feel like it's easier through social media because like you said it's hard to just think like oh I have this person's number I realize that about myself I'll take your number and forget as a female like even though you're a female definitely just, if I don't see you and I'm right. you in my day to day then you're literally gone right out of my head. if you
1: don't pop up on one of my timelines somewhere I'm going to forget about you period um
2: I think social media is definitely has definitely made it easier for me to make friends um, i do like to meet people in, in person though like to feel their energy cuz i do the same thing like i'm like oh you seem cool like we should be friends like uh and social media has definitely made it easier for me to be like hey what are you doing you know what i mean like just being able to reach out cuz like you said like With seeing them, seeing their story, seeing them on your Instagram feed, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I met you. Like, let me reach out to you and things like that. So that is how and then definitely um, being intentional about continuing the bonding of the relationship, like knowing that, you know, somebody and when you see them, but actually like asking them questions and getting to know them um, on a more personal level, I think that is also a way to build potential friends or make potential friends. Right.
0: Because, but like I said before, like you need to, a lot of people feel like, I mean, sometimes I do that too. Like I want to dig, but if you, I like people who are ready, ready, readily available, readily vulnerable. Yeah, it feels like it's a lot of work when you got to sit there and pull teeth. No, just- it
1: is a lot of work because at that point you're pulling teeth. You're being strategic about the questions you're asking so that you can get information out of them. Like you, you got to ask people like that open ended ask questions, like so to that see how you we can, can pull be compatible something. While-
0: to yeah, see if we can be relatable to see if we have something in common. It's like, why can't you just throw stuff out? There, exactly, right? and I'm
1: <laughs> I'm also to the point where I kind of don't even want to be friends with people that are quiet and introverted. Yeah, because girl. then I'm still gonna have to pull shit out of you, and it's gonna feel one sided. And that I like works. to have deep conversations. I like to just be able to talk about any. I, I, I like to be able to talk about everything and nothing. And I can't. I've already tried <laughs> with multiple introverts and. I just i i can't get that out of them. So right. like it also boils down to like knowing who you are, yep. as a person, and and how much work you're willing to put in, and um, what you expect back from exactly. the work that you put in.
0: There we go, Mary.
2: There I go. definitely feel like I'm not really available. <laughs> That's
1: a lie. You definitely Uh,
2: are. I don't think I am. You definitely
1: (laughs)
0: are. There's a difference between giving yourself your, your surface self in a sense and then you being vulnerable.
1: Yeah. You're not I, okay. I, so T, I will say that you're not vulnerable right away. but Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your man. toes, right, right,
0: right,
2: right, 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 right. I will. So yeah. it's it's
0: like it's it's low key. Like you don't even know low key. If you really if you really don't know, like the you don't have that inner awareness, you wouldn't you couldn't tell that she wasn't vulnerable. That's what it is. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm not readily like I'm I'm the inter. So I'm not. I don't know how we became friends because that's not how. But I you're also you force you
0: force yourself to be around. It's and it's so. Oh funny yeah, because,
2: we're gonna be friends. Like, yeah, I've tried it. It's but, but it's no, funny no. how like you're
1: saying I forced them to be my friends, but I'm also not readily available. Like because right. I'm trying Hilarious. to remember how we even got close. If you it's were because, because you weren't around. you weren't readily available, but you just were always okay. I think how it happened was. You weren't you you still had your guard up, but you still you still rocked with me, and you would still come out and you would still like talk to me and see what's going on with me, but when I would try to switch it over to you and what's going on with you. You would flip it back on me, yeah. Until really? that, yeah, until people that like one to time. talk about themselves. Yep, until that one time where you like threw that out about your ex, and I was like, "Girl, you playing?" And then therapists could do that. Therapists don't have to do that, to <laughs> girl. Time. You know, we listen. Have to be therapists, okay? Because I do remember do at one time. point it was always like we would always yeah. talk about what's going on with me and. Okay, like, you're in this conversation, too. Like, what's going on with you, sis? Like, you're not a therapist, so talk to me.
0: Girl, (laughs) because people literally really be having conversations about themselves, don't even realize that they was the only one who talked. And that's the thing. I be like, all right, you go first, because I already know I'm a talker. Let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I talk about me all day. Let's go.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Some people definitely, and that's what, but that's the only good thing about what you did was you made yourself present. So that way, when the opportunity comes, then you can be vulnerable, you know what I'm saying, when it when it was right for you. But you have to be, put yourself out there first. You have to be consistent and, and in order to build those bonds and stuff like that. I had to do the same thing with y'all. Like, I felt like Mary was guarded, but... I also knew that she liked to do the same things that I like to do. So it was like, well, we got common ground right there. So uh, I'll meet you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And in that way, you know, whatever happens naturally is going to happen naturally. But at the end of the day, if you see the same vision or you see the common goal or you see the commonality, go for that.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: All right. So I know that it's hard as an adult making friends, and I know that at the end of the day, like, we just want to be happy in our lives. So if you want to build those deeper bonds, if you want to have a meaningful friendship, and if you if you even want to just make friends, the key to that is putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. I know it's scary. I know you feel like you want to be accepted. You don't want to be rejected. You don't want to be abandoned. You don't even want to talk about your past or any of those things. But the greater the risk, the greater the reward. So do what you got to do.
1: Get Ag- you a friend guy. Agreed. And I also <laughs> agree with um, the whole, like, letting your guard down thing. You also have to, low-key, you have to vet friends like you do when you're dating. Yeah. And you pretty much just have to see, you know, what friend is for you, what friend is not, what capacity can a certain person have in your life? You know, are they meant to be your lifelong bestie or are they just meant to go to the club with you every now and then? Everybody, right. everybody's going to have their own role in their own capacity. So you just have to be open to that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I also was going to say that make sure that in whatever relationship you are getting your cup filled and you aren't draining yourself uh, for people and that you reciprocate uh, and be the friend to your friends that you want to yourself. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode of Growing Healing and Shit. Please uh, subscribe and rate comment and rate our podcast and follow us on all social media platforms at Growing Healing and shit um, and let us know what you think
1: yes please we need your feedback all of the feedback all of the feedback
2: and topic <laughs> ideas we love to hear it bye
1: alright thank bye. you bye 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 Hey.